All right. What up, gents? Um, so this is a squad cast, basically what how it goes. Actually, I've never opened up a squad cast and, and said what the hell it was ever. But just in short, what happens is I just I mix and match with random people. We talk about random shit and we just chop it up. That's exactly what this is. Um the shit last one I had, one guy was a, a whiskey historian, other guy did music. Mix it together. We just talked about whiskey and music all night. And tonight, subject is drumming. Because, um, like I was telling you earlier, man, I fucking sucks at drumming. Um, I can play guitar. I can play piano. But you try to make me play drums, not going to make it. Not going to make it. Nah, yeah, I feel like sometimes some instruments just ain't for everybody. And then for some folks, it just takes longer than others. And I've been at this, shit, probably 20-plus years. I've been doing this forever. Like it yeah. would I had I had to go through that shit of learning, trying to learn the breakdown, putting shit together, learning different beats, learning different rhythms, making this hand do this, making this foot do that, playing, learning different types of music and shit. So yeah, it's been, it's been a journey. There's no drum. I think that's any that's any instrument to have, especially with playing the drums and all that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, it's yeah, it's definitely been a journey. How long you been playing? I don't necessarily have an exact number. Like, like I said, it's been over 20 years. So like, I've been at this since I was a kid. And so, even, like, even now as a grown man, I still at it. I got some I got some of my shit sitting right here next to me. And then I got stuff at the room. So it's like every day, every day is a chance to get better. If I'm not here, if I'm like, if I'm not here working or bullshitting around when I get off work, I'll probably eat something, lay down for a little bit, and then I'm heading out there to the room to go practice on some stuff. I normally just bring my headphones and my phone or something like that. Just put some music on and just kind of go at it with something. And I need to find some. I need to find a better way to practice. Like now, I'm trying to get into producing and stuff myself, so I can start making my own beats, my own loops. Yo, I can start playing at other mugs, and I can start posting that stuff. I got an idea. I got an idea how to do it. It's just there are certain things that I need. Like I still need me a mini board, and then I gotta learn. Base. I basically just need to learn how to work all this shit. I'm starting off with GarageBand. Mm. Bro, if if you like if you really if you reach out cuz um like I mean I've been doing this shit now for I I don't really know the years now. I really can't remember. It's it's been 8 maybe, especially with FL, but yeah man, I can I can just sing you some shit or um I I like working out of FL. One of the, the reasons why I would like to learn how to drum is because when I when I have different instruments, it produces a different style for me to create music. Like from using the actual typing keyboard to using the piano, um, different styles. Hooking up the guitar, different styles. And like if you could actually play the drums to make your beats, like just imagine what the hell you'll make if you're doing that. So it's just, yeah, bro, that shit's that shit's cool. You you could you oh could you want to transition to an actual drum set. Who me? Yeah, I want to. Like, yeah, you know, like one of the ones that are um like it's not the actual drum set; it's like the plastic one. Well, I don't know if it's made oh, out of plastic. I think you trying to go with an electric kit. Yeah, the MIDI one, so you can put the MIDI inside the keyboard. I mean, the the computer, and that way it'll play it, so you can make your music on the drums. Like I thought that would be so cool to sit there just. <laughs> 
you know, that's how they making those electric kits now where you can hook them up to the interface and you can record into your systems and stuff like that so you can track your own stuff. So that's what those electric kits are good for. You can do that with acoustic drums too. You know, you got to get the mics and stuff. Uh, you know, hook the mics up and everything to the interface, you know, get your levels yeah. and everything together. And then, you know, whoever you have drumming, you know, you'll play the track for them, you press record, let them do their thing. You know, y'all need to take that take or y'all just keep redoing it until y'all get what y'all like. Real shit. You know. Yeah, it's, it's all kind of it's all kind of way to do it, and that's why I, like, I want to try to get into that shit this year because it's like the way just the wave and the way that shit is moving now. It's like the electronic game is gonna fuck around and taking over everything. It really you know, is. Yeah, I don't want I don't want it to, but eventually it's just gonna happen. <laughs> you can't Across ignore the, the singularity, bro. <laughs> you right. You right, bro. That's easier shit. Okay. Instead of trying to bring in a whole band, pan the band, do all that, all you gotta do is fuck around, get on your keyboard, and you can fuck around, make what you want real quick. And you can save that money, or you can pay your damn self. Yeah, bro, that's kind of what we do. I'm waiting for the online collaboration, like where we can come together the way we're doing now, and just like be making music together. That's gonna be the shit for me. I think it already exists. It does. There's um the new Facts. FL that they're about to drop. They're gonna have a live section in it. They're gonna have it where you can link up with somebody else and make shit real time. That's what they're looking into next. Um, there's already ways to do it through other programs. My homie Chad was telling me about it, and like that's what I want. I want to be able to come on the Discord and then just fucking make music together. Like that would be the dopest shit ever. Yeah, bro. The you only know, thing we were missing oh, was just making a band and shit. They charge, <laughs> they charge you to put to to send files through Discord. I'm about to your boy Uni. They, them niggas knew what was for to happen to Discord. Discord knew they was like, "Hey, man, we gotta, we gotta charge them niggas nitro." You on mute, homie? They want to send files back to each other. Hold up, oh, I hear. Him. Yeah, I hear him. Hold up, um, Uni. He, um, Chandler has his own mute. Um, let's see. Let's see, Chandler. Uh, Wait, can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah, I'm using. Oh, it's through the it's through the video. I think I think it's not going through the audio channel. Oh, for this real? This thing is muted. Yeah, your your thing is muted, but for whatever reason, I can hear you. Oh yeah, I wanted to be muted for the video because my my laptop good, but the mic is trash, so I, I can't. I can't use. Oh, he's yeah. He's oh. got the two devices. Yeah, I'm using my phone audio. I'm using my phone to for my audio, basically. Got you. Okay. Let's see. As long as y'all can hear me straight, you know what I'm saying. I don't think I don't think uh, uh Chandler. Do you want me called Chandler or Sneed, bro? Either one, fam. It don't even really matter to me. Okay. Um. <laughs> it's complicated in my head. Sneed um, can't hear you. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think what's the, the answer to this real quick. The solution might be to back out. Let's see. Uh... I can try to get back in. Yeah, yeah I saw dude. you had to struggle getting in, so I was, I'm trying to save you from not having to do all that. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Sneed, just back no, out I'm and sorry, come back I in. I probably need to restart my yeah, I'm about to restart my phone. I'm gonna use I'm gonna be using my phone out of here. Cool. Okay. All right, I'll I'll be right back. Okay, cool, cool.
Hello? Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Uh... Hey, Uni. I think he's still uploading. Um, oh, shoes. I'm trying to think, what were, we, what were we talking about real quick? Oh, shit, I forgot. Collaboration. Oh, okay, oh yeah, that's okay. right. Yeah, because, I don't know, man, it's, it's something about that. That's, mm -hmm. uh, I like I like the bouncing off energy. There was one time me and V's, um, I think I was, I had, I had put some shit together, like, the night before, sent it to him. He woke up overnight, put some more shit together. I was jamming out to that while I was, like, at work. It was so dope. I had to leave, go back to, like, my house to go fucking make shit at lunch to, like, finish it and then pass it back. And it's just one of those things where it's, like, that bounce back and forth with energy, boy, just, it's, it's, it's something else. It is something else. It is something uh, can, else. can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, yeah, now I can't hear him. Oh, cool. Oh, uh, yeah, I had to cool. restart my phone. All right, bet. Hey, we all on. We all, it was, we just, um. We just talking. That part I missed. <laughs> it's crazy because the last cast, it was some, I think it was Sunday. I was basically revealing like my my niche, basically flanger. And this movie was basically saying, like, he uses a hell of a lot out of chorus and uh, reverb. Like, that's it. That, no, chorus and phaser. That's his combo. And it's just, it's crazy because there's so many people with that kind of shit out there. You don't, you just right. to take the time to share that. Oh, and he had this cool ass description of drums. And I just never saw it like this. He described seeing drums like a full piece suit. You add the drums or like the bass kick, and it's like a, it's like you're throwing on the vest. You you start throwing in the snares, you start throwing in the hi hats, you're putting on cufflinks. Like he had this cool ass way and description of how he saw the drums, and I never really, like I always see the, um, I see the colors of the music, like the actual notes. But when it comes to drums, I never sat there and like imagined. The drums per se. I guess out right off the bat, Sneed, do you see anything like when you're when you're drumming, when you're when you're fucking making the drums, what what comes to mind? Like what pops up in your head when you're making that shit? Shit. Well, first and foremost, when I get up there and I'm always like tell myself, don't fuck up. That's always the first first it's always the first thing, don't fuck up. So that's the first thing that pop up. And then once we start, once we get to going, once everything gets going, you know, we starting out. I'm kind of like I'm, I'm kind of listening to see, like, okay, let's see, 
Let me make sure I can hear everybody. Let me make sure everybody can hear each other. I start kind of reading everybody's body language and start reading faces and shit and see what y'all looking like. I'll look at the crowd and see what the crowd's looking like. And then once I kind of, once I get comfortable there, once everything is comfortable and settled at that point, you know, we just kind of grooving. And then it's like, sometimes, sometimes I don't even think about nothing. I don't even really think about it anymore because since I've been doing it long enough, it's just like, you know, go up there, do your thing. You know, we're going to have, we're going to have some fun. If the music going, once the, if the music's going, the band's going, the crowd's liking and everything like that, you know, the energy amps up, you know, you amp up a little bit. So, you know, so now at that point you start playing, you start playing a little bit more, you start Start playing, add more feels, add more little, add more notes and runs, and you know whatever the whatever the hell everybody's doing. So we just start gelling more. But um, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes it just really differs. It really just differs on the gig, or it just differs on how I'm feeling. But for the most part, yeah. for the most part, it's just stay focused on the gig. You know, make sure you remember the music. For me, I'm like, with some guys, I'm always like, damn, I got to remember the intro because everybody, like, some of these other guys love to come in with a certain intro and I want to make sure I start to start the song off right. So I'm always thinking, the music's always on my mind at the gig. And then once mm. I get, once I'm used to it, once we've played together enough times, I'm used to it, I know what the fuck I'm doing. Hell, we just up there doing it at that point. I don't even have to think about that. Yeah. I think it's interesting that you talk about uh, reading the crowd, basically reading the audience. How much uh, improvisation do you put into your into your set when you're on stage? Man, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. Me and soloing are not like. Well, my bad. You know, I'm not gonna say we just the best of friends. Some night it's gonna be some nights where I can just come out there and I'm just <laughs> I'll fuck around and just give you the best solo I can possibly possibly give you. And then it's just some nights where I'm like, ah, I don't really feel like it. I don't feel like doing that. Really <laughs> right. Like, you know what? I'ma just I'ma just do this and y'all be happy with that shit. And then I'm like, <laughs> yeah, just like that's that's all that's that's how it be sometimes. Like I don't I don't fucking feel like it. And then it's like the day when you perform enough, that that's when that feeling kick in. I feel. Yeah, like you start doing it enough, you start doing you start doing playing with playing with certain people. You start playing the same fucking music, playing at the same places, playing for the same crowd. It's like you all you kind of have an idea what the numbers gonna be like. Yeah, like I said, you know our energy, the band, our energy is good, but at the same time, we kind of looking we looking at the crowd to get some energy from them, and then you know they just yeah. kind of. Sometimes they just kind of looking at you like, what the fuck? And then some people, you know, some people are going to dig it. You know, they're like, yeah, they're going to clap and apply for you and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, so this, and then with some places like that, sometimes you just have to create the energy. It just has, it has to be you, the yeah. man. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, make, you want to make them, make them want to get up, come over there, listen to y'all, want to come talk to y'all like, man, you guys are fucking killing, man. You know, because I've. I said, because I play, I play with a lot of white guys. Like I play with a lot of white bands, playing a lot of country, pop, rock, without a what's that shit called? Johnny Cash, like the Johnny Cash type of shit, yeah. Train Beats and shit oh, like that. Oh, I know exactly what you talk about. Johnny Cash from Arkansas. I'm from Arkansas. Yeah, yeah. So like I've been, I've been playing that shit for the past couple of years. Like I said, I still, I do that because I, like I said, I want to be a jack of all trades. I want to be able to play any style. That way I can cover anything anywhere. And I'm not just I'm not sitting there looking stupid as fuck, like I don't know what to do. So you got that's a favorite I, style though. I mean shit, right now. 
personally, I would love I would love to get back into R and B, playing like some psychedelic jazz, psychedelic funk, oh, yeah. or just some of that uh some of that neo soul jazz, the hip hop jazz and stuff like. That. I just want I want to get back into that element because like that's where I started. That's where I was like, that's kind of that's just where my heart is. But you know, at the same time, I'm gonna t- I'm not gonna tell these motherfuckers, no, nah, I'm not gonna play this country gig. I'm gonna go do this right. Yeah, I mean, right. yeah, these yeah, these motherfuckers paying. I'm like, I ain't doing shit. Okay, go do it. Shit. But it's like, but <laughs> but especially for but for this year, depending on how shit go, whether like we kind of you know they letting us get back out here the way that we want to, you know, for those of us who are out here gigging and still yeah. playing, you know. You know, it's a blessing because we didn't, we didn't know what the fuck was gonna happen at first. We wasn't doing, people weren't doing shit. And then, you know, slowly but surely, you know, they letting us get back out and letting us go play and do that. But there's still plenty of folk out here who have, who had, who have not played since last year. Yeah, yeah. Like me, and so, I performed since last year, boy. Yeah, I see, that's what I did. I made five hundred dollars. I mean, hey, yeah, that's still good. But see, I, but I was saying, it's, it's folk that is folk out here who have not played or performed since last year. I know that shit is frustrating as fuck. Yeah. That's just actually, especially when, especially like if that's for some folks, when that's your bread and butter, like all you do is music, you ain't got no job, like your job is get these gigs, show up, do your thing, get paid, put that money towards your bills or put it towards whatever you about to invest in and shit like that. So like I know them folks right there got hit hard, they got hurt. Some of them some of them went had had to go and get jobs and stuff like that. And yeah. so I mean, yeah, it's I'm great. Like I'm grateful that I'm grateful that even when I'm grateful that my job, I was still able to keep my job. These fools, these fools managed to give us a raise. So they like every people losing jobs, businesses and shit going out, and we getting a raise. I'm like, oh shit, okay, so I think I'm gonna be fine. And then when the gigs start coming, I start getting calls to get some to come out and play again. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm I'm back in the circuit. So things was things started works. Things were kind of working working out for me in the way they had always been. You know, working during the day, gigging at night, go have fun here and there. I mean, I ain't really doing too much of that right now. It's like, well, for starters, it's like the only place that <laughs> only place everybody going right now is the free man. If y'all ever go to Deep Ellum, and I'm just like I'm real fucking sick of. I'm just real sick and tired of that fucking place. I'm tired of going over there. Love them cats, but <laughs> I just I love them cats, but I just I don't like going over there no more. It's just what's wrong with it? It's the, it's the same shit. Like I've been going out there forever. Like they do the same thing on the same nights. Like tonight, I know they'll be out there tonight. It's gonna be they'll be doing jam. They I won't say jam sessions, but it's over. Like almost like a it's like a set. You know, set like a a band that's set to play, and then you know they'll open up the mic and shit on both sides. You know, these are the same cats I've been, these are some of the same cats I've played with before over the years, maybe hit with them once or twice. Some of these motherfuckers ain't never called me at all. You know, it's all good. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? It's all good. It's all good. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I already know what they're doing because it's the, it's the same exact mm-hmm. thing every week. Now, these are these are some of these are some of the best musicians in the city. Like these motherfuckers play for people. Like they playing, they playing with yeah. the guys of the city. Playing with people out of state, out of the city, or out of the country, or whatever the fuck. You in you in Dallas, right? Yeah, I'm in Dallas. Yeah. I stay in Mesquite right now. Actually, I wonder if y'all know my cousin. I got a cousin that's in a pretty. Hold on, I got to I got to tell you. I got a cousin that's a drummer. That's uh, what's his name? Kenneth Benson. Kenneth Benson. I know that name. 
Yeah, that's Northern my cousin. Hill. Like his 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 mama and my dad are like, I'm from Little Rock, Arkansas. I'm only six, like I'm only like a couple hours away, but he's from Little Rock, and he uh, he's been living out there for a while. Honestly, I've, I've, I'm trying to come out there after COVID. It's like not so fucking wild. Cause yeah. I, I, I've, I love Texas. This has been a long time Wait. since I've been. Wait, bro, we gotta, oh. we gotta hit Deep Ellum when that shit works. When, when bro, that I'm shit trying comes to hit back. the club. Bro, I'm trying to hit the club, bro. You don't you're trying to hit the club. Man, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to hit the club forever, <laughs> fam. Like, it's been a long time since I just been to the club. Like, I don't, once... I don't mean like the club, club. I'm trying to get booked and do like DJ, DJ sets and shit. You know how? Oh I, you know shit, me. I know your cousin. Yeah, you know my cousin. That's, that's my boy. Hey, oh, man, I'm I, I, ain't, I ain't seen him. It's been a, it's been a while since I've it's been a while since I've seen the cat. I can't remember where I met him, I'm but I, I met him. Something. Yeah, I met I met them too small. Oh shit, They're bring the barbecue. Small. It's a family reunion now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I about to say, I've met them before. I just can't I can't remember where though, but I've seen them around. I know I've seen them. That's my boy, man. He's cool, man. He's a great drummer also. He got a um, I can send y'all his uh his Instagram is you better play. Hell <laughs> yeah. That's cool. That's, that's usually what people yell at when the drummers start playing. You better play, Mr. Drummer. Just like, oh, my God. <laughs> you better play. Like, so, y'all ain't got I, got a, um, I got a question that I got to ask both of you guys, because, Uni, I didn't know you played drums like that for, like, the long, as long as you did. And, um, like, so when it comes to beat making, one of the things that ends up happening is, you you start you know you know what a kick does you know what a snare does you know what a hat does or hi hats you know it's like and one of the things that is I've always kind of just not necessarily struggled with but I just basically just I just fucked around with it it's like I I just play radio when I do but crashes like like what's the concept or the philosophy of using a crash like it's just I don't. I'm, yeah, like I, I really want to know what the fuck, because I mean, technically you don't have to ever use a crash in your whole beat making life if you don't want to. It's just you know? one more thing to like add splash to your shit. So I'm just like, what's the concept or your philosophy on using crashes? And Uni has just crashed out the system. Hold up, my bad. I'll be right back. Okay, okay. <laughs> you talking about as far as you talking about as far as using them like. You know, like software crashes or like actual crashes, like the, the like the the big symbols. Like so, when you're when you're um drumming, you got the the um you got the kick drum, you got your your toms, and then you have your like the, your splash, like the like you go like I what's the concept of hitting that crash, that splash or the the big symbol, whatever the hell that shit's called. Big old ride. Ride symbols. I'm gonna be honest with yeah. you, bro. I do They're... not. I'm gonna be honest. I don't use splashes on my sets no more. Like I do not use them at all anymore. Nothing against them. I just, I just don't. Like I don't have no. I don't have no like. I, don't, I ain't had no desire. Like damn, I want to go. I need me a cold ass splash symbol. Like I, I ain't really had that desire in a long ass time. Now, I have some, but I use them for a different purpose. Not to, not to actually set them up and play with them on my set. But um, what purpose for, is that though? I try to use them. I try to use them as a stack symbol. Like I'll use them as a uh, almost as a substitute set of small hi hats. I don't put them on. Mm. I don't put them on a. I don't put them on a hi hat stand. But like I'll put them on one like a boom stand, and like I'll use a set. I'll use some symbol fails to where like it's 
cushion at the bottom and then it's also cushion at the top, but I want to try to keep it tight to where it's, it's almost tight, like my, almost like I would have my foot on my hi hat. So it's almost, it's almost yeah. more so of, it's more so of an accent piece than it is, you know, I got a splash on my drum set. Okay. But, um, okay. Okay. As far as, as far as ride, as far as symbols in general, because they make them, they make them all different kind of ways for different types of music and sets or for church settings, for the most part, everything is like a bright ass, like one of those bright symbols. Like they, they make a lot of noise. Like you're going to hear them. And so, you know, they just, that's just, if you want that noise, you're trying to bring the noise. That's what, those symbols are good for that. For, uh, for jazz, which is the most prevalent thing, especially when I had Dallas, we tend to use, <clears throat> we tend to use drier symbols. They're not as they're not as loud, but they're not as loud as a bright symbol. But they still bring enough. They still bring enough noise to bring a certain accent to the music. So it's a different type of dynamic. Instead of you just okay. coming, instead of you coming in there just bashing the shit out your symbols, and we just getting this big open ass ring. So yeah, it's it's more of a it's more of a stylistic move. And, Actually, uh, it was yeah. funny because my memory takes me back to one of the instructors. And one of the ways they would kind of tell if a drummer was novice or not was if they heard so much splash. Like there was one <laughs> one cat. I keep I keep saying that shit. Like I, I'm old now. I, cat. I gotta no, say I one cat. Say I, use, but, I use cat. That's ain't no wrong with. It. That's what I be using. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know you had a jazz uncle. Your uncle was in jazz. He always probably run up on you. That's a cat right there, man. Now anyway, but <laughs> oh god, no, I'm just thinking that I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's how they would test them. I, they would always say, um, like you, they would either call them a church drummer, or they would they would just say you can tell they're a novice because all they're doing is just splashing. Like it'd be like boom, like I I just I really want to know when the hell you're supposed to use it outside of excitement. Like I I guess that's probably like you said, it's the excitement for it. Like I like I I think about a, a piece in my head from. Um, <laughs> it's a Sonic the Hedgehog game, and it's it's heavily jazz, like it's heavily jazz. And I mean, drums, I think I know which one you're talking about. Yo, those are amazing. Those are great. Inter- uh, I was also going to cut. My bad. I was going to tell you good? how I feel. Um, I feel as if when you're using crashes, especially I like making jazz music. I got a couple jazz tracks and rock tracks in my uh, discography, and um, when I'm programming drums like that. Man, I just feel like there's so much momentum that comes with it and just a, like aggressive energy. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it pumps up the song and uh, in rock music. But crashes and jazz music kind of give it a little, like, you know, a little bit of a. Uh, it's more of a finesse. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's the, yeah, that's actually it. Because, you know, yeah. you listen to those, like, there's, there's different styles of jazz. You know, you got your free form, you know, the John Coltrane cuts that you yeah, hear they just, just way off to the side. Yeah, they just in there like, basically just making noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically, yeah, they, like, there's that's no it. real structure to it. They just in there, they just in there making noise. Mm-hmm. It gets super abstract. Like, yeah, for real. I, I forgot what they they would pair that shit with cartoons like that. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I love that shit. 
Yeah, like it's some of the yeah, some of that stuff would be some of that stuff would be free. It'd be free free based with the abstract stuff, and then some of that stuff was actually like those are actual songs that they were playing. But you know those jazz solos or just those jazz solos, just a tad they they different than um you would play a solo on, on a gospel song. And another like, way to say it, jazz was rap music like back in the day for like older people. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I that see shit it. Was shit. I enjoyed I enjoyed being in the jazz band because that's when I could bullshit the most. Because um, <laughs> I play I play guitar, so like improvisation was like, but I couldn't read. I, I still to this day I read music shit. I always uh, um, was a a learner by ear. I would play shit, absorb it, and be able to replete it and play it however the fuck I wanted to. I did Sorry. the whole Wiz show straight improv. I didn't learn shit. I was just in that bitch just playing that fucking um, that play all improv. And but I think that's why you can do it with those other instruments because like everything revolves around the, the, the drums. Like the drums is I've always heard people <laughs> say the drums are the heart of the music. And I really can't think of anything like there's there's ways to style your your pieces like around the bass. And I've always wanted to experiment with stuff like that where you make the bass like the maybe that's the heart of the song, so you you you're focusing on that, so your drums can then do what the fuck they want to. But it's always been like kind of common for the drums to be the the heart of the song. I don't, yeah, that's what uh, yeah, that's where the really drive know. is. That's where the drive is gonna come from. Most of like from most for the most part. So say if you do a say you doing a build up in the song and y'all about to come in real strong at the top of a chorus or something like that. Let's just take um. What's a good song to use as an example? Um, what's a good song where like the drum, like the drums, like really build that song? What's a good one? Um, damn, this shouldn't be that hard. Well, shit, we can use "Over" from earlier because "Over" really did do that. And Any Drake it. song from like 2010? Yeah, I say imagine like. Uh, yeah, imagine Drake, imagine Drake's music now, or li- imagine going when we was listening to those uh those B King songs back in the parties in school, and like you know we was we all we was all about the bass. It was you know the bass is a part of the percussion. Just imagine, I'll just imagine we in there dancing to all that music with no bass. It's just like all you getting, all you hearing is just like the like hi hats and the little snares, the little accent, whatever the fuck is in the back. <laughs> No bass at all. Just imagine your music with no bass. We all expecting a drop. Ain't no drop. We just, we know that's where the drop come in, but no, we're not going to get no drop. It's just. It's, it's classical music. It's classical music. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's basically Actually, it's going music. vegan. <laughs> yeah, it's going vegan. So it's like the drop, or, or another analogy I'd use, imagine, imagine just, um, we have a heart. Imagine you just wake up and your heart just stopped beating. Oh, God. You're still alive, you but you just don't got no no pulse yeah, in like, that bitch no more. You just here. No, that's not like basically it's no, it's you gonna die. Like I said, you hope your heart stopped beating. Yeah, you gonna, <laughs> you gonna fuck around die. Well, that's the same thing of it in that music sense as well. It's just like that the drums, it's like without the drums, it's just like the music is basically dead because there's nothing, there's nothing there driving the musicians. There's nothing driving the crowd to want to get behind it. Not saying that the musicians couldn't do it themselves, because I'm pretty sure they're skilled. But like yeah. I said, without 
like I said, everybody, everybody, everybody looking for that. Everybody's looking for that drop in that DJ mix. They're looking for that bass, that those drums to come in because those drums is what's gonna make that bitch. It's gonna make them go crazy. That's gonna make them ready to run around. They be doing them like some mosh pits and all that shit. They be ready to fight and all that type of crap. I man, he's not lying. I remember I, I scrolled through SoundCloud and look up my name on Google and shit just to see what people say. I I, I saw a song. Someone literally made a song titled uh, Song with Uniwad Drums. And I was like, nigga, damn, okay. <laughs> I was just like, what does this mean, though? <laughs> Shit, if you, if, you, if you take me back from my Chick-fil-A experiences, and it's crazy, because like I seriously played your old shit when I got Chick-fil-A sandwiches. Um, uh, like there was a there's a certain like you, the build up there was something about those bass drops coming in it's like that it's something about that ride like that like it's crazy how when you throw a synth in and you make that synth increase in pitch you come in with the something about it that works it just does like I, I don't I understood why. Like, um, well, bass. Well, my understanding as a producer, if you listen to any of my tracks, I'm using some bass of some kind, whether it's like a real, like you know, like you know, real sounding bass. Or if it's a synth bass that's got a lot of drive and distortion, like yeah. electronic shit, or if it's like kind of like in between both, you know, like it's always I always pay I always pay specific detail to the bass because the bass is like next to the drums. The bass is like a very central part of a song. The bass is probably to me the bass is like everything to be like whether it's an eight oh eight, whether it's a synth bass, or like you know. A slap bass, like any of that shit. That mm-hmm. shit is like that. That that's enough in itself to like make somebody fall in love with a song, or make yeah. somebody not like a song, bro. It's like it's in inches of making people determine shit like that. To be honest, that's what I feel about it. I feel it that. Like, I feel like I, such I, a huge gap. Yeah, it it makes you feel it. Like that's that's. That's probably like normally what it is. Cause don't get me wrong. Like I, 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 um, I always go through my memories, like just the music I would bump, like the just shit. I fucking love Sonic the Hedgehog music throughout, like all this shit. And like the, the drums were always high speed and all that shit. But it's when you throw in that bass, it's like it's, I don't know. It's just like, it's like a, you feel it within your soul. It resonates with you, it hums in you. I don't know what it is about that frequency, but it it hums inside of you. You go to those you go to those events when that bass hits, it hums inside of you. You can knock a person over with bass. So yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah. It's the fact that you can feel it. It's the fact that you can feel it. It's yeah, like, like sex with music. Yeah, yeah, it's a good analogy. Yeah. No way to put <laughs> sex with music. Bass is the orgasm. Yeah, yeah. It's like as soon as that bass drop, it just it just triggers something. You don't know what it just something just goes off. 
I know. That's just, yeah, that's just like that's just like at church. And you sitting there playing at church, and it's just like a keyboard player and drums. And an organ. You know? Yeah, I mean, an organ can still provide some kind of low end. It's not a bass, but it can still it can still bring that low. It can still bring that low end and fill in that gap enough. But yeah. like you know, it's, you know, but it's like when you actually have a bass player that actually brings those right frequencies to where it fills in the gap correctly, like you need, like it's supposed to, then you know everything sound right. Real yeah. shit. That's why. That's why you see a lot of people here. That's why a lot of folks they'll just they'll go with a trio band. We can just bring keys, bass, and drums. You don't even need nobody. You don't really need nothing else. I said that bass. I said that bass player fill in so much shit. Yeah, so much rhythm, especially depending on like the expertise of the bass player. They can provide that, that too, and then just how well the, and then how well the drummer and the bass player mesh. Like that's, uh, that's yeah. also that's also another big thing. It's like you can have a cold bass player, you can have a cold drummer on you with you at the gig, but if the both of them don't mesh, it's just gonna sound like a bunch of noise and a bunch of bullshit. Mm-hmm. But if they actually if them if they actually know how to complement one another while playing, everything gonna sound right. Everything gonna sound. Every, people coming up there to you like, man, why don't you guys like? Why don't you guys like pros? Like you guys should be famous and shit like that. You start getting all those. Start getting all those big time compliments and shit because everything sound right. Yeah. That's that's that um that's one of those things you learn. No, I won't say you necessarily learn early on, but there's that when you when you're when you're producing and like as a tip, if you don't fucking know what to do with your bass, hit that hole with your kick. Like if you if you have your your single notes going with your kick, boom. Boom, 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 like that's already within itself. Like your key one to like sinking at sinkner. You know what I'm you know what I'm trying to say. I forgot what the word is. No, I can't pronounce it. It's like sink. Anyway, you get what I'm saying. Like that synchronized. Sink. Yeah, I guess there we go. We can use synchronized. Like you get the whole synchronized. They, it's like they amplify each other. You put the kick with the bass. I mean shit. Eight oh eights. 808s are based on that thing. They're freaking kick with bass. So yeah, I get it. I get it. It, it, you feel it. It's another thing where you feel it. It's another thing where you feel it. Yeah, feel it, and everything complement. It complements each other. They complement each other. You just gotta feel it. And then once you feel that shit, man, man. Whew, damn, I'm good and high right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Sneed, what's you know. what's your um what's your like your your fame your greatest performance you've had so far when it comes to drumming? Like, what's your most memorable moment oh, when it comes to all of this? Oh shit! Oh damn! Damn! I don't know, bro. I've done I've done a lot of shit. I'm trying to figure out what's what's the greatest. I mean, I got a, I got a few of them that I'm proud of, you know, like playing at playing at both playing at both gas monkey venue venues, playing at the bar and grill, and then playing at the main stage, where like they hold the big performances. So like, I'm glad I got to hit on. I'm glad I got to hit that main stage because I, they closed that mug down. Like it's not mm-hmm. even there no more. Like the bar and grill is still over there, but the the actual venue is gone. Man, that shit sucks. But I'm glad I got to play there before they closed it. Uh, Southside Ballroom played there. Did a top forty gig for some. That's that top forty shit. Yeah, that 
that's where that money at right there. I was playing those top 40 gigs. So I played, mm. I got to play Southside Ballroom doing that stuff, playing that like you got to come in there with our suits and shit on and a vest and all that stuff. I don't know. I don't know. I personally, I don't know why they make me come in with a suit because I never had my jacket on. I had a suit on, but I don't, I never had my jacket on. My sleeves were rolled up. It's like, I don't even need that shit. But those gigs, those gigs are cool because, I, you know, one main thing, you get shit, you get paid from those gigs. You know, these are private, these are private events too. So like private events tend to pay more. And then you get to move around the city a little bit. Like I've done done plenty of done plenty of shows around here. Even uh what you call what's that place right there? You go. Um uh, uh what's that big ass venue right there, right behind commerce? Shit. Um okay, okay. Commerce. I think it's I know that, what you're talking about. It's that it's that place. Everybody goes over there. Everybody. Like Erica Badu played there. Trees, trees. Is no, it trees? Not, no, not trees. Trees is on trees is on uh that's main or helm, I think. The box. Bomb factory. I know what you're talking about. It's the bomb factory. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking, fucking hit at the bomb factory doing that top 40 shit. Bomb factory, bomb factory is cool. Like I thought it was I ain't never because I ain't never really been in there. So I finally got to play there for a top 40 event. This is, you know, got to say I played at the bomb factory. I'm like, okay, cool. Let's knock that venue out. Um Playing weddings and shit are cool. You know, you get to come in, you know, come in and dress up and stuff, play the music. You know, get to talking to people, bridesmaids and shit. You know, they look, they trying to see who's gonna get married next. So they just in there mingling, you in there mingling, you know, just trying to see what the fuck's going on. Uh, man, bro, I'm trying to think like, what's my, like, the greatest performance? That's tough. Like, I mean, I'm, cause I, I'm, cause I, I'm proud of, I'm proud of what I've done so far. Like, I'm proud yeah. of, I'm proud of everything I've done. You've been on like a bunch of adventures just from just that. Like I think that's that's um that's like a that's I think any any artist's yeah art an artist's journey is that adventure itself. Like at the end, you just want to be able to look back and go like, yeah, I fucking I fucking did all this shit and had fun. <laughs> yeah. Like hell yeah, you had fun, you made money, you met people, yeah, meet and all this type of stuff. Got other opportunities because of this and that. So yeah, man, it's been. It's definitely dope. You get to you meet people, record with them, put you know you out there on somebody album somewhere and shit. So <laughs> that's that's always that stuff. Yeah, man, hell, I'm trying to try to do more stuff like that this year. If the if they don't fuck around and shut shit down again, they some this new strain of COVID going around, and then everybody taking these fucking vaccines. And like, I'm I don't, I don't know how y'all feel about that, but I'm not taking it. So I'm good. I got the roller coaster effect. That's what I go. That's how I see it. Um, I will watch the crowd, and you know, I'll make my decisions afterwards. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, what I'm like. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> no, like, I'm good. Like yeah, they fucked around. And they done fucked around and killed Hank Aaron. His motherfucking man took that shit. Now he dead. Oh yeah. He just fine. And then they said he took the he took the vaccine, and then a couple weeks later gone. Yeah. It's just like nah, I'm good. I ain't. I ain't taking no vaccine. I'm good on all that shit. But shoes before we segue, Uni, what's your what's your did you have a do you have a greatest moment that you played so far? Yeah. I w I wanna hear this shit. I have a couple. <laughs> I, have a couple. I, I have a couple actually. Um 
So I was playing at a smaller venue that's actually across the street from where I'm at right now. And um, it's a legendary venue. A lot of country acts used to go through there, like John Cash and B.B. King and shit. Elvis. And so it's like a way more like small, wooden type of, old-timey type of place. But the dude that was booking was always pretty cool with me just watching shows, you know. I threw a show, did a DJ set. Um, I'm I'm playing all my best electronic music that I put out at the time, and I'm really into it. And the lights, they got a little like set of lights and shit. And of course, it's like I ask for specific light colors and shit. I usually like blue and pink and shit. That's like my shit. <laughs> and uh, I remember one of the one of the this white random white dude came up to me. It's like, bro, love the set, man. Gave me a fucking joint. I was just like, I looked at that shit. I opened that shit. I was like, mm. expected it a little, smelt it, looked at it, really inspected that shit. He gave me some gas. He gave me some loud. He gave me some loud. Yeah. yeah. And I was <laughs> like just that. like, damn, dude really fucked in my, my set. And um, after that was another time. This is New Year's. This is one of my highest but lowest at the same time, if this makes sense, because of the outcome. I'm performing in downtown Rock, and it's New Year's 2019, right? Mm-hmm. So it's going into 2020, right before COVID. <laughs> and um, I'm performing. I'm DJing. It's at this, this old retro memorabilia place. You got a bunch of old clothes and old video games and old like souvenirs from the 2000s and 90s and all that shit. Shit from the 80s, trading cards. You know, sports memorabilia, wrestling memorabilia from back in the day, all that shit. And uh, I'm DJing, right? I play this song that I just put out. And it went up. It was like this real like future based electronic track. And it went up. I had never seen it go that crazy before. I was just like, it was a pretty proud moment. I really felt like I was getting some. Then the police come. Oh, <laughs> motherfucking uh, police. And then the police come. The LRPD come because we're downtown. And, uh, I spent a lot of evening setting up the speakers and all that, so I was tired so I already half before even I even got halfway to the shit. I had been moving big ass speakers on that. Up and around the stage and plugging some shit in and doing all this. And uh we were they uh I'm just getting ready to walk over to the uh, the curtains to not the curtains. It's like a storefront, so they can just put the little garage door down that comes down in front of the stores and shit and nobody could see they were going to start smoking weed but guess what the police come right through that and door. the music stops and everybody flips and dips out in a very specifically fast fashion and you can see the blue lights I fucking hate the police. And, uh, they never just let people do what they want to do. That's why it was. That's why it was my highest, but my lowest moment. 
Mm. And that was one of the last shows I did in Little Rock. I haven't done a show since 2019. Man. All right, first shows in Dallas. First shows in Dallas. <laughs> Shit, my first show after the pan well during pandemic was over at um uh, this place right off seventy five the rustic. Like it's a cool little mm. spot. It's right off seventy five. That place is dope. Yeah, that place it's is cool, really dope. Yeah, it's a cool little place, man. You get everybody's outside. You got your little inside section where you can sit inside, then you know everything's connected outside where the stage and shit is. That was my first gig back out. Back up out there doing that, doing that of uh, Johnny Cash stuff. You <laughs> um, you you know, some of them cool. But you know, some of them, you know, they sitting there talking to their little buddy. You know, that's, you know, they you know, you know they talking to their buddy. The next day, you know, they stop talking, looking at you and shit. I'm that's like, what the fuck uh, you think I'm going to the restaurant? Fuck you, man. White people in LA are so weird, bro. I was out there. That was the last place I traveled to. That I didn't realize how weird white people got until I went to LA. To be bro, them motherfuckers over there, like, cause I got it's a scale. It's a scale for real. For real, like you think these niggas bad, man? Shit, go ahead, yeah, I got shit. Yeah, <laughs> one of my college, one of my old, one of my college buddies stay out there. So whenever I go out there, I link up with him, and like we just we be running around the city, just doing shit. Be at the beach, be able to hit parties and shit. So yeah, you those some motherfuckers. I have not. I'm about to go. Sure, I'm about to hit him up. And, I'm about to hit him up and see if you know what that is. But I man, we're gonna have to check that out. Yeah, that's in yeah. Malibu. The Malibu. That's probably why we ain't been there. Like I've been to. Um, I think so far I've been, uh, of course, well, I've been to the city. I've been out there downtown LA. I've been to uh, Hollywood. Mm. I went to, what, the San, not San, yeah, San Bernardino, Chino. Uh, Santa Monica is my shit. See, Santa Monica, Pier, Venice Beach. I'm still trying to hit Santa Monica and San Diego. We yeah, didn't to go to San Diego. San Francisco, San Francisco. Yeah, sure. we went, um, shit, V's woke up. We was, we was um there, and he woke up in the middle of the night like, I want to go to San Francisco. Oh, and we were just like, nah, we're in L.A. We're not doing this. We came here to go to L.A. And he's like, come <laughs> on, let's just make the trip to go to San Francisco. <laughs> I'm like, that's, not a, that's not a short trip. Man, from what I heard, that's not a short trip to L.A. Like, None of them trips is, bro. I didn't know that L.A. to Malibu was going to be as long as it did. We had to go through Calabasas. I'm like, damn, nigga, I'm already hungry. <laughs> yeah, bro, like them, them trips, like them little trips be crazy, fool. You know, one place, that was, one place <laughs> that was cool though. It was crazy how like every like it was warm during the day, but at night it got so cool. Like when I went, I stayed in Long Beach with this. Yeah, uh, I was out there with this. I was out there with this one chick I met out there on some some on some previous trip, and we was out there fucking around on Hollywood, hitting the clubs and shit. So we stayed in touch and all that. You know, I would go out there and I go kick it with my partner. Then I went out there another time. Then I was kicking it with her. And then during that time when I went to kick it with her, that was around. The, that's when I went to Nam. That was my first time at Nam. That shit, man. That shit was fucking fly. I want to go back, but yeah, I wanted to stay with her while I was going to Nam. Yeah, man. Hell yeah, LA is a motherfucker. I would love to go to LA and try my luck out there on the scene with the musicians out there. I'm pretty sure they're just as weird as that's, a lot of these motherfuckers out here. But it's I catastrophic. Mean, it is. 
believe it. I keep it real. I, I saw so many, like, off-rip. I was only there for, like, two months. I was in an earthquake the first night I flew in. Fresh, <laughs> LA, fresh from LAX, nigga. I was in a 4.5. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm on the fifth floor, my nigga. I'm staying, my, I'm staying with my homie that's on Def Jam currently. And uh, he had a dog. He just bought a dog. And it was, this nigga would be like, oh, I got to go get my dog. The earthquake hit. All the niggas grabbing shit. I was just like, okay, what the fuck, first of all. Yeah, no, from what I heard, I don't know if they common, but yeah, you're going to feel them earthquakes out there. Bro, and sometimes I felt like even when I was, like, even past the first night, you kind of feel like aftershock, like, not aftershocks, but tiny, like, tremors. And I didn't know if I was just high or I was just feeling tremors sometimes. I couldn't even tell. All right, so we got to go back, these. You ain't lived in California unless you felt a fucking earthquake. So you walk, it's time you to walk the earthquake. Come on, bro. You know I'm all about that almost dying shit. He got the white audio technicas. Those clean. Yeah. yeah well, audio technica, they'll make some they fall like, apart. They... I gotta get some new ones. They sell them cheap in the stock. I got the black ones. Yeah. yeah. I got the black ones. Real shit. Have... I used to be on Sennheiser real hard. Sennheiser. I love Sennheiser. Yeah, man. They were. Man, y'all want to talk about headphones? Y'all going to make me go back to a pair of headphones. It breaks my heart to bring up these headphones. Um, there was this pair. I don't remember what the hell they were called. They were dark chocolate. And they had like gold, and it was like the base was like heavy. And the best part was okay. The best part was the base and the sub. They was real high in the, um, the low end. But the other yeah. cool part, them hoes smelt like chocolate. Like they smelt like chocolate. What the? It man? was the coolest shit. It was dark brown and gold. Those were my shit. Those were my That's shit. Crazy. And then, I had the I had the horrible thing like fucking headphones like, in it. It's like the, like those pencils that used to smell like Hershey's. Yeah, bro, bro, but Nigga, better. What? That's fucking hard. Where did you have these? That sounds like bro. I'm waiting for these right to tell there. me what the name was. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what the name of them was. You bought them. What are you talking about? No, no. You remember you bought them. You was like, I don't like these. They was like some handy downs to my to me, and then that was like my best pair of headphones ever. I, I ain't never. Had don't even worry about it. Smell like Point. some food. <laughs> Bro, it, it'll change your life. <laughs> no, like, if they smell like chocolate, I might want to go actually get me some chocolate. If I fuck around, eat my headphones, I'm going to die in this bitch. Oh, God. Man, I'm going to die Damn, in this my headphones smell like Hershey's. Yeah, you be fucking around, get you chewing on them holes. You don't realize. On, I'm producing music at 4 a.m. I smell my headphone on accident, and I'm fucked up for the rest of the morning. Hey, uh, yeah. Just wanted, just wanted some chocolate. Hey, we out of there. Okay. <sighs> 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 I actually I got I this book. What's that, bro? Introduction to jazz history. Mm. New Orleans. It talks about the origins of jazz music and all that, and even connects it to different tribes in Africa 
They utilize specific rhythms and all types of shit. It's really crazy. I okay, so um, the, uh, uh, around the board right here, do we, do we all listen to um, like, do y'all are you familiar with anime? Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know me. What? Yeah. There's, but there's this, there's this thing that me, like me and V's always wondering. We're trying to capture exactly what it is, but within anime music, like just like intros for like Naruto, Bleach, uh, just all those shows. There's something different that hits in their music that I'm trying to figure out what it is. It's like there's a certain amount of soul there. There's a certain amount of something. You brought up jazz, and I started, I'm just like, I'm like, I'm wondering exactly what it is, because it's like, you listen to that music, and you go listen to something that's from America, they don't, they don't hit the same. Like, there's something about their music that I can't seem to actually describe, but I love it, and it's just, you feel it like there's no reason why you don't have to know the fucking lyrics you just sit there and you were just with it you get it you you don't have to know what the hell they saying. my brother would make a joke he would always say bro they saying i'm gay i'm gay i'm gay i'm gay and it's just like you okay with it because it sounds so good (laughs) (laughs) so you're talking about like like just anime music bro i Exactly. That's I. I'm trying to figure out why does, why does that move? Why does that move us so much? I I I I'm, I just want to the same I, way jazz moves us. Why the hell does that move us so much? I feel like because we grow up, mm-hmm. like I'll give you a great instance. My my in my opinion, uh, I like a lot of anime. I've been inspired musically by anime soundtracks. Yeah, like. Like fucking Samurai Champloo, like New Japan, yeah. like no, Yu Yu Hakusho, sure. Smile Bomb, like that '80s, like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's uh, yeah, Yu Yu Hakusho. It, yeah, it's the motherfucker. Even no. though this shit could have been Japanese, it was like, bro, this shit has swing. Like that swing was like, and so many times that's the word. soundtracks. The swing is undeniable. You listen to Samurai Champloo's soundtrack, bro. That's the only anime soundtrack you'll hear fucking R&B music on. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Like, it is not no ordinary, ordinary. That shit sound. That shit slap. Yeah, no, yeah, that was some. That shit, that shit right there, like, that shit right there, like, changed the game for the, like, anime music, I think. You know, like you said, oh, everything yeah. was, everything was real, Afro like, Samurai. swingy. Afro similar. I haven't heard. I haven't yeah. heard his intro in a long time. RZA, black people have assimilated. A Japanese and black culture has a has a center point now. You know, yeah. Like we have a a base connection through art and music. You feel me? Like you same way. Like a lot of the rappers like Nigo with Bape. You know? You feel me? I don't know Nigo or Bape. Well, I know Bape. I've heard of Bape. Nigo, you should look him up. You see Pharrell or Travis Scott talking, to, or, or or you know Kanye or any of them, you know guys like that in the high fashion shit. But like the same way rappers look at Nigo and Bape, it's like 
it's how we look at you know Japanese people from the same perspective, but with like music and the anime. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah, those people, it's they, just like the crazy part about that which also like uh, it reminds me because i found out about this real late in the game but mm-hmm. just how uh i forgot who it was what her name was but how the um like aiming to go there but like just the black panther movement and i didn't know how in sync they were with Japanese culture. Like, I didn't know that they were actually, like, helping us the way that they were back then. Like, they, they were a part of that movement. Like, they, they were also with it. And it's just crazy to think about that, to think how all this shit kind of... You think about it, it's like, it's like a certain type of struggle. Like, it, it's that thing of how struggle helps you evolve and you make shit from it. I think that's, that might be... Who knows? That's the that foundation of a lot of music. Overcoming mm, struggle. Yeah. Some this Kay and I were listening to uh we were um have y'all seen Mulan, the Disney Mulan, the old animated version? Yeah. Yeah. That guy, uh Shang, well <laughs> it's funny, he joked that people don't know him by his real name, but a lot of people just know him as Shang. But anyway, he hosted this this show and uh he demoed some of the songs that that he covered and and uh then he would play like the originals and all that and there are some songs that he covered it's like he doesn't have that 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 struggle in his voice like you could tell he grew up nice and and didn't have uh very much adversity you could just hear it in his voice when he would try to do certain blues songs or or stuff like that where those mm. people like you know sing something out, you know, like they pull something out of them to to give you something real, real deep. <laughs> J Cole always sounds hurt. <laughs> J Cole always sounds hurt. J Cole, is J, J, yeah, yeah. J J Cole goes deep, man. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole. That's you, just a... When I lost my, <laughs> I get it. I get J. it. J. Cole's my spirit brother, man. <laughs> like we're we're on the same wavelength. Rest in peace, Uncle Phil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> first things first. You should put some respect on that man name. I felt that shit here, nigga. Hell yeah! I was like, yeah, because that was right around the time, or maybe a little bit of time after he passed. I was just like, shit, hell yeah, yeah. there's no respect on that man's name. He's resonating it. Because it's like, the crazy part is when you grow up, grew up like the way that we did, or just most of us did, like if you didn't have a father in the home, sometimes you did turn the television. Those people that were on there being fathers. So you kind of just looked at it like, all right, well, Bill Cosby, he's like, go your ass to college. So you're like, all right, I guess I'll go. You know, it's just, it's just, you got that media. I love how this shit turns into this, but goddamn, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, for real. <laughs> oh, man. I just said I was going to go out tonight, but I'm like, nah, fuck all that. What you, what you That's going what out I do for? every night. <laughs> like, I just want to go hear some music. <sighs> I go see some people. It's like, hell. 
Just with the whole COVID shit, like I used to go, like I was always out there in Deep Ellum, like going to see people's shows and just trying to go hear hear people play, watch them play and shit. Yeah. But that shit right there, I was just like, it just kind of kept me at home. And so now I'm kind of in this funk of where I was like, I'm staying at home a lot and not necessarily going out like I used to. So like I'm trying to I'm trying to get back in the swing of it, but at the same time, I'm trying to play it safe. Bro, I I feel that like the the worst part is it uh, for, for me. I'm always kind of like on like a, a gamble type shit. Sometimes I'm like, all right, I'm gonna be safe, but then at the same times I just like those during moments. Cause like the last time I went to Dallas, I actually kind of lucked up because I went to CVs and then after that, um, I fucking went to the bar and the the same bartender that was there, she caught COVID. And then that same night, me and Liquid, we went out to this bar, inter, not intervention, but it was like a, a industry party. So all the bartenders were in one place partying together. And so I'm hanging out with these people that see people all day. So I basically lucked up and made it out of there without catching some shit. So it's just, it's like, like, you it's crazy. You can't just, serious, man. Like, when we reached, they say we reached the 400,000 death toll. I'm not sure how, I'm not sure if that number's real or, you know, everybody talking about, oh, they fucking with the numbers and all that. I don't know. But the simple, the fact is people have died from this shit. People have caught it in some people's lives ain't going to never be the same. Yeah. And we don't even know what, we don't even know how people are going to be out here in the world acting. I don't know if we're going to ever get rid of these masks. Even if we could take them off, I wonder how many people will still be trying to run around here with their mask on. Yeah, but I mean, shit. Yeah, like I said, we just expect mainly us because we just we just like fuck that shit because I want to go out. Some of these other countries, you know, they did what they supposed to do, and you know, they kind they COVID free right now. They can actually move around and not put a mask on because they just did what the fuck they supposed to do for two weeks. It's not like it's not a long time. Just stay your ass in the crib and chill the fuck out and all that. Trying, I gotta go somewhere. It's just you know different mindsets, different mindsets for this damn thing. The, the crazy part is because I, I dabble with a lot of different perspectives, like just the different people I talk to, I've heard the other side of it and I get where they're coming from. It, it's one of those things where you have two op- you have two ideas that are so unique for what they what they are that they come together and they clash. Like you you can't do anything but here. You got one side who's like, if I'm getting told to do anything, you're infringing on my freedom. And I think it's like constitutionalist. And they just they go with the whole if you if you infringe on that that's not something I can fuck with. Well, then you got the other side people who are like, hey man, motherfuckers are dying, so I think it's okay if we looked at this as like we're gonna try to play it safe, regardless of what else is going on. But then so you got those two opposing sides, and it's up to each person to decide which side they want to lie on. Me personally, I got asthma. I'll fucking die. So I decided to go with the side of fucking playing the safe kind of. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you. I can have asthma. I got asthma too. So I keep I keep my halo round. I yeah. don't use it as much as I used to as a kid because it was real bad when I was a kid. But I don't you know. I don't have asthma, but I still play safe because fuck all that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, everybody talking about you let me do what I want to do. You can't tell me what to do. I'm like, look, man. Maybe maybe they be screaming they American at people in stores. They be like, "I'm gonna, I was gonna buy something. I'm American. Is this China?" Like, yeah, I'm talking about you. Yeah, is this China? I'm like, bitch, that's so dumb. Like, bitch, 
Right, it's bitches like you why why there's now a new strain of this shit. I don't hear nobody right. else dealing with this shit. Like, no, I don't hear no other countries. There are, like, like a couple new strains. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's only a few it's countries been strains, that's out there though. on that shit. But it's like, it's, it's been just strains back since March. I'm not, I'm not going to lie, though. I lost a lot of income from shows, but that PUA going to set me right. Believe that. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I said, yeah, I'm going to a lot of folks back. I'm trying to. Yeah. Man. We're gonna see. Well, I don't know. I haven't. I haven't looked into all these damn executive orders that Biden has signed. I just I have. He just been signing shit. I haven't read into it. But uh, only thing I'm really worried about is this motherfucker gonna send out that fourteen hundred. Bro, I still ain't seen the last six hundred. The motherfuckers told me I was supposed to get some money. I'm just like, where that though? But <laughs> you yeah, no man, it's a lot of. No, you know, a lot of people, it's a lot of folks that didn't get their, uh, didn't get their stimulus. I'm still waiting for my 1099G. I'm about to file my tax return. I need to um, do that shit ASAP. Um, if, okay, um, since we're on the topic, you guys, uh, yeah, yeah, we've already talked about this. You gotta, um, yeah, if you, if you have any dabblings with crypto, the Uncle Sam wants you to basically put that shit down on paper. They wanna, they basically trying to kit record to see who's all basically dabbling with that shit. So, yeah. If you fucking did anything with crypto, you gotta do your shit. It's fucking annoying, but it's... How you gonna have a decentralized something and now you gotta tell the government about it? <laughs> how are they gonna know? They always trying to be... Securities! They were like, what y'all doing over there? Pretty much. Uh-huh. Minding our business, shit. Trying to make some money with that y'all taking our shit. I got a lot of Bitcoin and Forex accounts following me on Twitter and Instagram. I need them to stop. Yeah, bro. <laughs> bro that shit happened. That that shit happened. That let me know I was doing stuff. That that actually let me know I was doing stuff. Because I, I, I was posting those damn questions. And you know, liquid stays on the memes. So then somebody came out of nowhere. We was all having a conversation. So it's like, hey, hit me up so I can teach you about Forex. And I'm just like, I, I was like, when, when motherfuckers start advertising to me, that's when I start advertising back. I posted my whole collection of music following up. <laughs> Hell yeah, play yeah, the game. Advertising like, you because you're trading crypto. Yeah. Yeah, I heard, they're, ab- the one thing they're advertising you because you're uh, you're trading crypto, and uh, forex is 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 the uh, other currency exchanges. Other so if you want to trade uh, whatever, uh, uh, I forgot what they call it, but it, like uh, if you want to do the same thing but bet on the Japanese currency or Chinese currency or whatever. Mm. Basically, that's what it is. I, I thought never the short, to it. I thought the stock shorting shit was hilarious. When all those hedge fund managers tried to short the stocks on GameStop and GameStop fucked around. I saw that. That was beautiful. That was, was beautiful. That is what happens when you artificially inflate a stock. 
bro, they are mad. They're, they're so mad they called on the politicians and regulators and all that shit. <laughs> Those motherfuckers are so mad. Oh, yeah, of course. It's funny. It's I funny they to see. Pissed. It is pissed. so funny to see. I just hope they don't do some bullshit like drop a regulation for doing that shit or... Well, no, because I get why they would, but at the same time, like, it's just, like, you know, you can only get away with shit before Uncle Sam want to fuck you. <laughs> I mean, these motherfuckers doing the same. They do the same bullshit. I mean, yeah. it's just one of the big guys on the receiving end of getting fucked in the ass. You don't lie, V's boy. He's saying true. He's he's sitting it as it is, man. <laughs> it is what it is. I mean, whatever. You know, I, I be thinking about this shit. It's free market, right? It's free market capitalism. Market ain't free, nigga. Nigga's not free. You can see yeah. by shit like this that this shit is all artificial as fuck. <laughs> yep. Yeah. They're, those are the God. same people making the rules. That's why they're crying to the exactly. people who make the rules. Exactly. And and you know also, like with the housing crash of 2008, like nobody in the corporate like world really got fucked up off that, even though they should have. They have a shield. Mm-hmm. The government shields them from any fucking consequences from the stupid shit they do, which is kind of fucked up. But that's how corporatism works also, which is a, another integral part of how this whole capitalist society works. So, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think they're doing the same stuff. I don't know how much has changed. I think they, uh, a while back they had switched from the real estate market and, and went to, to business loans and stuff. That's what one of the things that scared me about COVID because there's so many businesses that were, you know, had to shut down. I mean, there's some places nearby. They were, uh, they were auctioning their furniture and shit on eBay. It's like, mm. it's poised for everything to fail again in the same exact manner. So I don't, hey, yeah, you I don't got know companies. I had just went through the hiring process at FedEx. You, and FedEx is like their businesses. Their business is going up because people are buying shit online way more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That's gonna that's gonna be the way for a long time. Online shopping and instead I, of actually going to the store. And also, you chose a great time to release music, D, because niggas is streaming right now, like for real, for real. Like niggas is really streaming. Yeah. I um I learned that. Well, it's funny because. One of the, the first things that you learn is artists or local artists, they're not like these would always tell me this. He's like, local artists are not the best fans. They'll repost your shit, but they, <laughs> but no, they, 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 they ain't actually out there trying to listen to your shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, like, like, my, everybody my, in competition, everybody trying to get somewhere. My my best plays come from when I reach out to people that are in other fucking states and other countries. Like, that's that's who fucking bumps my shit. The random people that I meet online, and that's just what I've learned. It's that's where it's at. You, so as an artist, it's like that's what you got to do, man. You, you got to get out your bubble because most motherfuckers are just like, hey, nah, check out my ship. I don't want to do shit with your ship. It's like, <laughs> you know, you can be. I, I can't lie. I definitely recognize the difference being in Little Rock playing some shit to some folks and 
when I went to LA, place for shit, it was just like, oh, okay, motherfuckers really taking women more serious. Yeah. Yeah, Why you gotta be foreign? Why you gotta be foreign? Why the fuck you gotta be foreign? Because <laughs> they probably tired. They it probably tired of motherfuckers crazy. in their city. It's already crazy because it's a city full of tourists. It's a city full of people that's not from that motherfucker. I'm just like, yeah, they don't know you. You don't know them. They don't even know the people in that city. So you just, you just gotta. You got a better crowd. You're in a better situation. The folk that don't yeah. know you the fuck at all. Way more so open. Yeah, this is it's either hit or miss. You know what? Fuck all this. I used to say this when we was back at Townview. I'm leaving this bitch. I'm going to the UK to be a rapper because I'm gonna get more play because I'm gonna be American. They're gonna be like, I love his sound because he's American and it's gonna hit. I'm gonna do that shit. There we go. I know what a I'm part doing. Part of me kind of been wanting to move to the UK. Like get a visa, just move to like some part of Europe, just for, like. They got some dope ass artists coming out of there. Yeah, they sending them here, so we gonna go there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, y'all coming over here yeah. to our shit? Yeah, we finna go take y'all shit. The biggest like, trade, boy. We doing the reverse of what's the trade that you to? We doing the reverse pyramid trade, like oh. <laughs> yeah, 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 for real. Doing like let's uh, what's that show you used to watch back in the day? Uh, a uh, home swap. We're just going country swap. Family swap. I ain't gonna swap families. I don't want to go live with nobody's family. I don't. I don't like. I don't know the motherfuckers. Like, just gonna swap countries real quick. I like, like my own family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like mine, but I'm just like, oh, I don't know. I know how my, I know how my nah, mom man. is, and I know how I am. I'll be over there with some people I don't fucking know, and you gotta. <laughs> You gotta follow the rules in somebody else's house. Like, nah, just give me a hotel, bro. I'm gone. I, I remember I, I seen one uh, episode of Family Swap. Motherfucking white nigga was killing motherfucking uh, killing motherfucking possums and shit, cooking them and shit. I'm just like, <laughs> where you? I know you that's from what I'm saying. back roads of the south. Uh-uh. Yeah, bro. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't, you don't know where you going. You don't know who you around and shit. Like, now nah, I'm good, bro. Just give me a hotel, fool. <laughs> okay. I have a question, so I'm like super into political affairs and shit. Do y'all know about Alexi Navalny? I know that name. I know Alexi. Nope. I, the only Alexi I know is from fucking Stranger Things. So now inform me. I stayed up all night. He just dropped a video that got like it got like 30 million views in a day, and it's on how Vladimir Putin laundered money and got bribes from the. From throughout the him being on the KGB to uh, to being, um, you know, being becoming the president, basically, and mm. how he basically got his money from stealing and, and uh, laundering the people's taxes. Shit's crazy, bro. I remember Somebody looking at a documentary about that, and I think that's. So, out the bat, if a person says this, someone looks at them as like, hey, fuck you, basically. But, like, there's a there's a respect that I have for Putin because of how fucked up he's basically done things and kind of just kept them in order. It's It's a weird, it's a weird thing where it's like that thing where people say, like, Hitler's fucked up, but you can't deny that the nigga was a genius. You know, it's just one of those situations. And, like, just, just the whole well, he thought process. he was a genius, 
but he was very well organized. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the same way that I look it's at the same Trump. Way you, like, they're, they're, yeah, he, how Trump actually utilized being a strong man in a actually successful mm-hmm. way. I get, I get it. Yeah, like, like him or not, if he, whether you think he's stupid or not, he, he became president. That's not. Yeah. <laughs> that's real shit. Whether we like it or not, that's in the history books. That happened. That happened. Well, shit, yeah, yeah. Whether we like it or not, he <laughs> encouraged people to go storm a fucking capital. Like, yeah, this you, you can't, and that's that's why it's just like, I guess it's <laughs> fucking Putin is um, he's like this, it's like this legendary person basically. I I wonder what happens to Russia after fucking Putin passes or some shit. Like, what the hell do they do then? They make a close. That's what I wonder about. Russia and China, when Putin and Xi Jinping can't lead anymore, I wonder about where they're going to go. Yeah. And where we'll be, because we don't know who's going to be the next president. I don't even know who I'd put. There's going to be a bunch of new people in the next election, presidential election. There are going to be a bunch of new people that we don't know like that. Probably Kamala Harris. She's probably going to be the only one that we recognize. And if she becomes the first... Andrew Yang. Andrew Yang is going to pop back on the scene. That's why he's doing his thing now so people know who he is. Oh, yeah, trying to become mayor of New York. Yeah. Tulsi Gavin is still out there pushing the waters. Um, If Andrew Yang becomes mayor of New York, he's going to give Trump such a hard time. It's going to be funny. (laughs) I'm not... I'm, I'm, like, trying to figure out where Trump is finna fucking move to. Because there's a good chance he's either gonna go to Florida and just stay on his shit, or well, he's, he's gonna be like everybody here. Yeah, they say he's going to Florida. He's already in Florida. I read an article that said he's already in Florida, but his neighbors are trying to get him evicted. Yeah, I saw that. They're signing and they're very a fucking... close, And they're very close to actually be successfully doing it. But how can you, like, how can you do that? If a motherfucker wants to come by and like, stay at a place... Like, it's, it's because the difference between owning a place and living in it are different. Yeah. It's because of that. That's crazy. That motherfucker. He ain't even prison place no more. It's a place of, it's a, it's, it's, he owns it as a place of business, right? Yeah. I think there are limitations then. Hmm. That's crazy. Get your ass off my So block. that's what his neighbors, his neighbors <laughs> are like, they make it, he makes it unpleasant for them. So, he he might be getting thrown out of Mar a Lago. It's kind of wild. How how do y'all feel about that? The whole banning from Twitter and um, just basically he's blacklisted along the board. How do you, how do you guys feel about that for him? I don't care. <laughs> Man, fuck that <laughs> He did that shit to himself. You know what he did. <laughs> That's an old ass rich white man. He had so many chances to like do <laughs> you got things the right way. He's had so many chances just to do shit the right way. And, and he all. just he just didn't care. Mm-hmm. He was just that's how right. he was raised. That's I'm that's sure, that's I'm how sure his parents was like that. Mm-hmm. Not a deeper question. The, tree. the deeper question. His dad was racist as fuck. <laughs> I believe this is I I there's there's actually that whole subject alone, like the fact that he never acknowledged it. It's just like you just one of those things like 
I still want him to actually say dude. some shit about that. All the most super rich white dudes, I automatically just put them in that, that category of now he don't like my black ass. He probably don't like us our black ass at all. I automatically put them in that category until they prove me otherwise. I don't say I ain't gonna say nothing. Like I say, if you show it and you know you show it, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna jot that shit down in the back of my head, like ah, he did this or she did this. Mm-hmm. Like this motherfucker might be one of them races. Or like I said, you could do the right <laughs> thing. Or you said do the right thing. Show me you're not one of them motherfuckers. You know, I can relax. I can relax around you a little bit. I mean, I'm gonna still play cool, but you know what I'm saying. I can. I might, you know, what I'm saying I might just kind of talk to you. Like you might ask a question. You know, I'll just kind of be real simple and basic with it compared to like, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, just, I'll be cordial, but you know, at the same time, it's just like, no, the bitch ass away from me. But, you know, yeah, it's like that shit, or you know what I'm saying, they be cold a bit, you know, then I can, you know, you can open up to them a little bit more. But yeah, like, mm-hmm. yeah. but them Trumps, yeah, fool, like them, them motherfuckers been out of there. Like people, people been, they knew that. We all knew that shit. As far as like, the, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a big political person. I, I personally try to stay away from the conversation because I don't, because I personally, I personally don't think the government care for no motherfucking body, unless you got the, unless you got bread, unless you got enough bread for them to care about you. Yeah, that's just how I see it. So I, most times, I just try to stay away from that conversation. Yeah. I think uh, there was a quote that said the the only color that matters is green. It's green. in this country. Yep. Yeah. Matter, but all right, I appreciate the conversation, y'all. Uh, it was nice talking to you. I might have to head out though. All right, man. Yeah, all right. Later, take it easy. All right, take it easy, bro. But shoes, like honestly, I need to be doing the same shit. I got, I got a fucking salad in the front waiting for me. I need to eat. Man, do that, bro. I think I might. <laughs> I'm still sitting here debating on if I want to put some clothes on and go out here tonight, or I'm finna sit here on my couch and probably smoke the rest of this blunt. I might pass out on my couch. Oh God! <laughs> well, shit. I'm gonna I'm gonna eat a salad. I'm gonna go probably. I got some fucking editing to do, man. This I need an assistant like a hoe. <laughs> Shoot, that's real. Reach out to some help you organized. Definitely stay organized. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm probably nah. playing a game. Probably have a game or something. Actually, I, yeah. I, I do all my editing by playing uh, one step from from Eden. So I like when I'm editing, I'm playing a game. It's it's it goes hand in hand. That's lit. Man, I feel it, man. But, yeah. Hey gents, thanks for thanks for like hanging out and doing this shit. Like this shit's I, I really enjoyed these things. Like it's it's it needs like I hope what happens is this inspires somebody else to, to sit down and start talking about shit, real shit, just something simple that they like. Then they fucking talk about shit that really is in their back door, and they need to fucking talk about that shit. It's real. No, for sure. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, y'all take it easy tonight, my fours. Y'all stay safe out here. Don't get you something to Likewise. eat. I'm finna I'm gonna stretch it out. Figure out what my mood's gonna be for these next few hours. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. All right, gents. All right, I'll let y'all next time. All right, take it easy, fam. All right, good.